Hello, I'm Tom Breeze, and today I'm summarising the justification for music in the curriculum, Music Can Be Bad For You, which is written by Chris Philpott and is chapter four of the book Debates in Music Teaching, edited by Chris Philpott and Gary Spruce and published by Routledge in 2012. In this chapter, The Justification for Music in the Curriculum, Chris Philpott points out that, as he puts it, it's the ongoing fate of music to be perpetually justifying its place in the school curriculum. He suggests that many music teachers don't seem to have a very clear idea of the justification for the subject and that many music teachers fall back on what he considers to be very soft justifications for the subject and in terms of soft justifications he's talking about therapeutic justifications civilizing justifications emotional justifications ones in which music has this ability to reach parts that other subjects can't reach it's got some special unique but rather nebulous quality in that respect and he says that at worst it's seen as servicing other areas of humor and understanding and at best as a necessary counterpoint to a harder and more rational world. Chris Philpott feels that these soft justifications don't do justice to the subject and risk the place of the subject in the curriculum and all of the resource that that implies and he suggests that these glib ideas need to be challenged. He then spends quite a lot of the rest of the chapter arguing the other side of the case suggesting that music can actually be bad for you and he does this as an intellectual exercise to get people to think about whether these justifications actually hold good in reality. He suggests that music is tribal, exclusive and can enshrine prejudice, that it can be dangerous, manipulative of behaviour, gendered, that it enshrines ideology, can be used as propaganda and reflects existing social structures and power dynamics. He goes on to propose an alternative formulation of music as a language and in the final section of the chapter he points out some of the arguments for the idea of music being considered as a language even though it doesn't necessarily put forward objective truth that it can still be considered as a language and that this might be a way to access a harder justification for music as an academic subject. In the conclusion, Chris Philpott points out that he's not trying to present a negative picture of music and that the idea of these bad examples is purely to get people to think and to balance out these glib, fluffy justifications for the subject. The reason that I think this is an important chapter is that when we have the new curriculum for Wales, where the position of subjects within areas of learning and experience is by no means guaranteed in terms of the time and space that they have, it's all the more important for music teachers to have a clear justification and philosophy for why their subject exists. Exists.